Welcome back into the 143, episode 34, coming at you live. That's right, episode 34. This is the Wednesday before NFL season week one. We are finally here. We have finally watched live football this past weekend. This is the last week that we will not be talking about NFL football. True. And this week. Until like January. This week we will be talking about college football because we had our first weekend of college football to kick this football season off. And we are pumped to be bringing y'all real football talk, not about just random offseason stuff. Or the Cowboys. Or the Cowboys. We're ready to talk about what's actually going on with these games and to see what the coaches, players, teams, just how the season unfolds for both college and NFL. But we are pumped to be bringing you this episode about college football and what we saw this past weekend, uh, what to look for for the rest of the season, and so on and so forth. Let us get started with the stat of the week, brought to you by our sponsor, Andrews Logistics. The stat this week is that Alabama Crimson Tide is fav- was the preseason favorite this year to win it all, and they have the third highest prediction rate in history so basically they're favored third highest in history to win a single college football season you ask me that's preposterous i was very surprised by how how high they are double digit favorites in every game they're playing this season really every game Hmm. they are just the 14th team to be double digit favorites in every game Interesting. In history. So, pretty shocking. I thought that would be a good way to start off the uh, direction of this show mm-hmm. um, today because we'll be debunking that here today on Under Review. Your player of the week is the Dallas Cowboys' newest recruit, Mr. Jason Peters. Welcome to the team, Mr. Been Peters. Been in the league for a while. A hot Nickname minute. The Bodyguard. Godfather mm. or mythical creature? Just the wait, just the mythical mythical creature. Yeah. No, like. Okay, that's pretty general. But that's all right. just his n- mythical creature. Okay. Anyways, made it to nine Pro Bowls, two-time All-Pro. What he was, he has a Super Bowl ring, and hopefully he will get another in Dallas. Also, something else, he has two receptions for five yards mm. and one touchdown. Much needed receiver qualities because we have no receivers. Absolutely. He's been in the league since 2004. He is 40 years old. 40 years of age. That's a veteran if I've ever seen one. That is a veteran. Welcome to the team, Jason. Welcome to the team. If he can do something good for us, then by all means. I heard today that his main job is going to be mentoring Tyler Smith, Mm -hmm. our newest rookie on the O-line, and kind of teaching him how to play left tackle. Um, better without penalties, and so since hopefully Tyron's teaching down, him how to not hold. I would be okay with Jason Peters coming in and playing left tackle for us. I mean, he's got now, he'll, he'll be better than what we have. I think he'll be on the line. I heard once he learns all the plays. Welcome to the team, Jason Peters. We're excited to have you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Long time rival on the Eagles. He said some pretty bad things about the Cowboys over the years, but. I guess his tune changed a wee bit now that we're signing his paycheck. Well, I would hope so. So, 
Glad to have him. Glad to have some experience. Welcome to the team. On that team. Let's jump into college football. Nick, greatest thing you saw this weekend out of all the games. There were a lot of kind of okay, bad ones. The most exciting thing that I saw oh, for I know sure. Where it's going. The Florida State LSU game. That game was crazy. It was it was yes, it was very crazy. And the thing that was very interesting was seeing the LSU punt returner muff two punts. And then obviously the big thing was um, Florida State fumbling at the two, and then Louis, uh, LSU driving 98 yards, scoring a touchdown. In the last second of the game. In the last second of the game, no time on the clock. It's 23-24. All they have to do is kick a field goal. And, um, an extra point. Yes, sorry, an extra point. And the game goes into overtime, and Florida State blocks it, which was the second blocked kick of the game and they lose and that was just absolutely amazing to me because i am it was anti-lsu it was great needless to say lsu special teams needs some work and it was awesome to see lsu lose their first game of the season it was awesome to see brian kelly lose his first game i was about to say every time they put the camera on brian kelly he looked like he was just absolutely dead inside and his face because he's been getting like the um He's Notre Dame, right? Notre Dame's always in the top five, no matter what. They could lose all their games, and they'd still be in the college football playoff. And so he's been getting, you know, cherry-picked every year to be in there. And now he's mm-hmm. finally getting a he taste of the himself. SEC. Yeah. Actually, he lost That's to an right. ACC team. But I cannot wait till we play them here in College Station. Smack them. Last game of the season. That was a crazy inning. I would encourage you to go watch the last two minutes of that game. On YouTube. Also, that's a good thing for the Cowboys because Joseph mentioned to me a stat that I also saw on Twitter that um, the last time the Cowboys won the Super Bowl, their quarterback was going into year seven. The Dak. Super Bowl was in Arizona, and the LSU football coach lost their debut game. And so all of these things have happened this year. It's Dak's seventh year. Super Bowl is in Arizona. And LSU lost their first game. The stars so are aligning. So it sounds to me like the Cowboys are winning the Super Bowl. You heard it here first, because folks. if we have heard, if we have learned anything about the stars aligning in a certain way, we know it's true. Because think about what we were talking about um, in the NBA Finals. Oh, with Kendrick yes. Lamar dropping yes. his album, and the past two times that happened, the Golden State Warriors Three. won, and then yes, that was the third time. So there you go. So we just called it. Cowboys are getting a ring. Yes, they are. I will say um, the college football weekend didn't have very many. It had a few good games, but a lot of them were blowouts. A lot of teams playing no-name teams. teams playing no-names. And then also Georgia just blew Oregon out of the water. That shows you, ladies and gentlemen, Pac-12 teams do not need to be coming into these big conferences because they're going to get whooped. Maybe not USC, but... Oregon needs to stay in the Pac-12. Dude, also, Bo Nix is not the guy. Like He really is not. He got love when he was on Auburn, but obviously he did not do very well at Oregon. And also, Georgia's defense, once again, absolute powerhouse. And that's this is this is why Alabama should not be heavy, heavy favorites to just win at all. Georgia is still there. They didn't go anywhere. Yeah, and they exactly. Won. We're forgetting that they won last year. They beat Bama last year. Beat them like, by a double digits. Mm-hmm. In the national championship game, so I'm not sure why we're uh, all going crazy about Bama again. It's just because it's Saban. He just gets all the love every single year from everybody. I, and I it's just undeserved. can't wait for them to lose. 
But um, I think that one of the go- uh, better games that I saw, Florida and Utah. Mm-hmm. Um, Utah number seven playing in Gainesville. And Florida was up by three, 18 seconds left in the game. Utah's on Florida's six-yard line about to score and go up and probably win the game. And the Utah quarterback throws a pick in the end zone. Florida wins. It was crazy, big upset. Um, Good win for Florida because Florida's been struggling the last couple years. Mm -hmm. And Utah is just one of those teams that is like they'll beat good teams out of nowhere. And then when they need to win, they just don't get it. Yeah, I don't. I think they were ranked way too high. Obviously, they should drop a bunch. They were ranked seven and they will drop a lot after losing to Florida. And whenever I saw that play happen, I got like flashbacks to the Seahawks Patriots Super Bowl. Mm, yes. You know, of when uh, Russ. Russell Wilson threw the pick on the yep. goal line. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it was kind of a little bit different situation, but that's just like immediately what my mind went to. I think that uh, Utah will not be ranked sooner or later in the next few games, but. I also th- I think that the whole college football rearranging everything super conferences we need to take into account that some of these schools just do not have the talent to be coming into these other conferences. So I like OU in Texas coming in the SEC that makes sense cuz they just have a lot of good recruits. Yeah. Big name schools. USC going into the Big 10 makes sense. Like UCLA going into the Big 10 makes no sense at all. Well, they don't USC have any recruits. Get, got a ton of recruits and then um, they got a better coach. UCLA's done too. nothing. I don't know why UCLA is moving. Um, probably just because they're an LA school. But now we're trying to make all these other conferences and it's it just doesn't make any sense mm-hmm. at all. Uh, we were we are we are Aggies. We went to the AM game against Sam Houston State. And obviously we we won by a lot. Um, what did you take away from that game? So A and M won thirty one to zero, but that is exactly what the score should have been, if not more. So I'm not surprised at all. One thing is I I'm not gonna give my opinion on Haynes King just yet because. I if if Need I were to, to take more. this game alone, I would say he's not the guy. But in his defense, he played two games last year. One and a half. Or yeah, not even two. He played one and a half games last year, and he only played one game this year. So I won't give my opinion on Haynes King just yet because I want to see a little bit more. But also, the O line was just absolutely terrible. All of he our guys. He was kind of running for his life kind of back the there NFL, in the backfield, yeah. and then also the run game couldn't Struggled. take off because the O-line was just getting absolutely obliterated by Sam Houston yeah, State. Yeah, I think the the thing is you hear 31 nothing, you're like, wow, that's really good. But breaking it down by quarter, we scored one touchdown a quarter. But then against also Sam Houston State. Sam Houston easily had two touchdowns. Yes. At least their quarterback if their is quarterback terrible. could throw. Yeah, he he missed two wide open throws. Our coverage was blown. Many, many times, many times, but he just botched so many throws. And then also, he was pretty athletic. Like, with, um, he was pretty, he was an athletic dude. Like, he was, we couldn't stop beating a, QB a run. bunch of our guys. Yeah. Once they, st- they started, Here's QB running it a ton. What I take away from the, g- we were supposed to win. It's no surprise that we won the game. We should have won by more, in my opinion, way more. Should have been 31 to nothing at halftime. Uh, exactly. what I take away from the game is a lot of our guys are young and inexperienced in college football, and we really need them to, 
get acquainted with kind of the speed of the game because we're getting cooked in our secondary. We're getting beat on the front for our defensive line was terrible. They couldn't sack the QB for Sam Houston State. What are we supposed to do when we go up against Alabama? Mm-hmm. We're going to get killed. Our offense, Haynes King, he he's accurate, which is good. He doesn't Loves have to the best. throw it into double coverage. Yeah, that is his most the favorite thing in the world. Our A-chain has got to get yards. I mean, he stopped behind the line by Sam Houston State mm-hmm. every time. Um, our receivers were good. I don't have any complaints about them. But Haynes needs to um, just Figure get some out. experience with the decision-making. I mean, like, it wasn't – I'm not like, oh, we're going to lose every game. I mean, it was a good – obviously, we blew him out. Um, we'll As see more. Have. Yeah, we'll see more this Saturday against Appalachian State. See if we can handle business against another. These guys bad just need team. to get experience, so it'll Hopefully, take a little bit before we get into our groove. It, we need to be. I would say for Anim to have a successful season, obviously the goal is a championship, but at least ten wins is what we I think need. That's gettable. No more of these eight and four. Um, seasons i will say i don't think this is our year i'm pretty sure i would say next year is more the goal for going taking a shot at this at the national championship mm-hmm. um but it'll be interesting this season to see what AM does also with the college football playoffs being extended to 12 teams in the near future i could see a m would have a solid shot at getting into the playoffs yeah just oh, about every year it would be a shoe in if it was 12 yeah, so I, any- I mean that that benefits us for sure. It definitely does. What are your so with the but the playoffs this year is only four teams, obviously. Do you have a four that you see right now? Um There's so three at least. Obviously it's a little difficult because uh, a lot of the most of the bigger teams or some of the bigger teams played no names, so you didn't really get to see what they're actually capable of. I think Georgia is definitely gonna be one of them. Okay, out. Al- Alabama. Will as be much one. as I hate to say it, Alabama is going to be in it because they're in it every A&M, single A&M's year. Just not at full caliber yet to beat them. I don't see A and M. Um, for the other two, I I think Ohio State's in it again. They just they always whoop up in the Big Ten. Yeah, I would agree. And then maybe, hmm, I don't I don't think I don't think Notre Dame. No, I don't no, think Michigan will be in it again. No. It'll be. I think it'll be Clemson. Um, here and this this is my reason this is my reasoning no it's Actually, not because no, I want to hear it yeah okay I was watching the Georgia Tech Clemson game last night and Clemson's defense is just insane like they are they are stacked at every position defensively they are so good they only play ACC teams okay now if you think about it there are not very many very good ACC teams you've got NC State as a maybe. And they play Notre Dame later on, but Notre Dame's also a maybe right now. Clemson has a very easy schedule, and they are already ranked number four. And their offense is mid. Their QB is not very good, in my opinion. But Clemson's got the – it's – what is it? It's like how Notre Dame's always in it no matter what. I think think this year Clemson will be in it just because they want to put them in. I think that's a good four. Georgia, Clemson, Ohio State, and Alabama. And I think the numbering will be Bama at one, Georgia at two, Ohio State at three, and Clemson at four. And I think it's going to be another Bama versus Georgia. And then I'm I, I'm taking Georgia because I don't want to pick Alabama. I think Georgia's going to win it again this year. 
Georgia lost a few guys, but they also like they got got well, a lot uh, of good dudes. Their tight end, that absolutely unit of a man. What was he like? Six seven, two forty over there, stiff mm-hmm. stiff arming people and like hurdling guys. Like it's nobody's business. Stetson Bennett's still the quarterback. They've got mm-hmm. experience there, and their their defense is still just like an NFL defense, basically. Exactly. Um, Bama, they're good. Obviously, they've got amazing talent like they always do. They have do. it every year. Like, but it's... I don't think their defense is as good as Georgia. And Georgia showed us last year that it is – like Georgia's got that confidence now because they've, they've beat Bama. And I think That I was think the big thing four. in the national championship last year was that – so obviously Georgia and Alabama played twice. But what we saw um, different in the second game for Georgia than in the first game is in the second game, Georgia's defense was able to take control of the game. And they owned Alabama's offense, but um, obviously it was different in the first game because Alabama won. But Georgia's defense was the reason, well, was a lot of the reason that they won that right. Natty last year. And they obviously, tons of they have the same the guy, a lot of the same dudes coming back this year. So they have that powerhouse defense once again. So I would also say that Georgia's going to win. And Georgia will be around for a while. Georgia will be Georgia. I think Georgia is looking to replace Bama. As the new, like, always there, always winning. For me, like I we would, said, Bama's on its way out. You said what you said about the first four teams, I would switch the first two. I would say Georgia, Bama, Ohio State, and then Clemson. How are they going to jump Bama, though? Well, I mean, I, I guess so. For me, I just think that Georgia is better. Um, I see them as being the champions and also. No, I think they're but better. But also, too. actually, Bama is favored to win, so. And, like, the college football playoff guys love Saban, so I think they'll just put... Remember last year, they just put Bama at number one for no reason? They'll like, probably, it should have been Michigan? They'll probably do that again this year, but I don't think that Alabama no, I don't think they should be number, should one, be number one. I don't think Bama should be favored third in, like, all of history. Like, I don't understand what this confidence in Alabama is right now. Bama showed everyone last year with the same guy. They have the same guys, by the way, this year. If not a couple less, they've lost some receivers that they are vulnerable right now. Bryce Young is not the greatest in the world, even though he won the Heisman. I don't think he deserved the Heisman, but they've shown that they're vulnerable, and Georgia's shown that it is just like stacked. Powerhouse every, absolutely everywhere right now. Ripped Oregon, which I love. To and then see. Ohio State, they're always they're kind of like the Bama, the Big Ten. They're always. Stack. They don't really lose. They got C.J. Stroud back. Obviously, he looked amazing um, this weekend, and maybe maybe he'll win a Heisman this year. I don't know. I think he has potential if he can. He he's a favorite. If he I can he's be if he no. can be C.J. Yeah, Stroud, the C.J. Stroud that we all know, then I think he could very well win a Heisman. I would rather him win the Heisman than Bryce Young again. Yeah, I would agree. Or Willie Anderson. Or any Alabama player. Yes. Bama players. If I saw CJ Stroud get the Heisman, I'd be okay with that. Same. Or Haynes King. <laughs> if he wants to step up. Yeah. What do you um I'm what do you think is gonna be the most disappointing team this year? The most disappointing team this year. Like high expectations come in and just completely What I was gonna say when you mentioned Haynes King, I I, I need to say it real quick before right, I go forget. Ahead, go ahead. Um I think Haynes King is gonna get injured again. I wouldn't be surprised. Because one thing that we saw on Saturday that I forgot to mention earlier is that um, they just ran 
QB power and like all these QB runs over and over again. And he's it's already, like, yeah, he's already shown as he's soon fragile. As he, yeah, as soon as he comes back off of his injury, the first thing we start doing is running it with him. And so I'm like, are we trying to injure him again? I, I think you should just go ahead and throw Wigman in there. We have this amazing quarterback on our bench. He's like one of the five star recruits, you know, top QBs in the nation, freshman right now. Throw him in there. Yeah. I don't. I don't see the the damage. You have Max Johnson as your backup. I was about to say, wh- or why not Max Johnson? Maybe Max I Johnson think, has a lot of experience. I think the thing is, is it's just that Haynes, is Haynes King guy. was supposed to be the guy from day one for Jimbo, and so it's like it's like he's his son. Air quotes. Yeah, basically, kind of like Kellen Mond was. Yeah, I think I think what's gonna happen. Haynes is gonna start. Ma- I think Max is there just to be the backup. I don't think Max is going to ever earn a starting job here at AM. He's a fifth-year senior anyways. Um, I think Haynes is it's Haynes this year, but it's Connor next year. If, unless Haynes this year is just amazing. Mm-hmm. Connor is next year for sure. Okay, so back to Joseph's question earlier. Mine is uh, – he asked the biggest disappointment team. I think it's obvious, Alabama. Okay, we dog on him all the time. They're expected to win the national championship literally every year for some reason. Um, but I don't see that happening this year. I see Georgia lifting the trophy once again, which I'm kind of okay with because I don't like Alabama. But they set yeah. such high standards for them every single year and such high expectations, but I don't think that they'll meet that this year. I think they'll fail again. I'm going to go with another one of our hated teams. I'm going to go with the Longhorns. Y'all are going to have a disappointing season because yours is not the guy, okay? And you're everyone's picking Texas for some reason to upset Alabama. To beat Alabama, and the only reason is because they're playing in Austin. Like, that means anything. I'm going to go out on a limb here and just say that they're going to get smacked by Alabama because the Longhorns have no defense. I was about to say the Big 12 is kind of notorious for not having the greatest of defenses. And, like... What I remember from last year was when Texas Tech played Texas in Austin, and it was like fifty something to sixty something or whatever. It was and they're just throwing throwing bomb after bomb. It's just home run ball after home run ball. So that's what you're going to see from Bama this week. And Bama's going to do that exact same thing to Texas. Bama's going to shut their down. Is going to absolutely get dominated by Bama's defense. And I think I think Texas just goes in every year acting like they're the best around and they haven't won anything in a long time. They're kind they're um I like the Cowboys. Well I was gonna say they're uh what am I looking for? They're like media hype level yeah. every year is similar to Alabama. Yep. But the only difference is is that Alabama can kind of back it up because every year they're good. They're, but Texas yeah. is never good. There are teams in the AP poll and the college football playoffs that are always ranked higher than they should be because they're historic and the committee loves them. Bama, Notre Dame, Texas, and USC always ranked, even if they shouldn't be ranked higher than they should be every year. And Texas, you just we love to see them lose. We do. And there's not very many very teams that love Texas. Obviously, A&M, there's a big rivalry there. Can't wait till they come to the SEC. Uh, but 
Texas, I think, is going to be a disappointing season again for them. I mean, they lost to Kansas last year. I don't know why we're giving them so much hype this year. I think they're in for a rude awakening when they play Alabama in Austin. I think so as well. There's, there's, there's no need for hype around that game. It's just going to be another game where Bama just dominates. Yes, and as a very anti-UT person, yeah. I love to see him fail. It just Same. it warms my heart. To I, see them that fail. will be the one game this season I'm actually rooting for Bama to to win. I so I wouldn't decisive. necessarily say that I'm rooting for Bama because I am. I can't do that personally as a as a as a human being. I can't do that, but I will be happy whenever I see like, them lose fifty to zero. It's like bittersweet. Yeah, I don't want them to succeed, but this would be one game where I'm like, mm-hmm. like I'm just expecting it. I'm like, okay, Texas got what's coming to him, you know. So that's what I think going to be disappointment. I think like we both picked Georgia to win this season. Next season, it is the year of the Aggie. Oh yeah, I think. But this, we need one I more year to get our guys one, ready. One of the next two years is going to be the year of the Aggies because I think so too. All of these new guys are going to be settled in next year but then also i think the year after that will be very similar and we have a phenomenal coach so no worries there Mm -hmm. jimbo is the answer ladies and gentlemen dude i just want jimbo to do what he did with Jameis Mm. to haynes king yes or wigman make him the heisman whomever we have and just make them an absolute yes beast at quarterback it doesn't matter how dumb they are in real life Jameis Winston has proved that he is a fool every time he opens his mouth in an interview. But you got to love him. To the media. But you got to love but him. But hey, at the end of the day, did he win a national championship he did. or did he not? And he's hilarious. He did. And he won a Heisman. So, so good job, Jameis. Let's go, Jimbo. Uh, also, would love to get you on the show sometime, Jimbo, just to mm-hmm. you know, hear your thoughts about the team. Um, but we are hyped for this college football season. Excited for Thursday night. Bills-Rams kick off the NFL season. And also... In light of the NFL season, we thought that every week we would bring you a little mm. fantasy segment because that is a big Five part. Five minutes. Yeah. It won't be a lot of the show, but it's just that's something that's very important during the NFL season yes. is fantasy football. And we're both very involved in fantasy football. Mm-hmm. So, Absolutely. Uh, we will be giving our just our thoughts. Just kind of things people to look out for, breakout players. Waiver wire picks. People to snag. This so, one, Oh, that was actually suggested by Colton Pittman. Over yes. at our, our sponsor, Andrews Logistics. Going to mm-hmm. give him credit for that one. Well, here's what we like to end our shows on Under Review. I thought I'd give you a quote by the GOAT of receivers, Jerry Rice. The enemy of the best is the good. If you're always settling with what's good, you'll never be the best. And that is a fact. That is a fact. And Jerry Rice knows better than anyone else about being the best because that's what he is. He is the best. I would still take Michael Irvin. Oh, well, obviously. He's my guy. Well, I mean, is he the playmaker or is he the he playmaker? He is the playmaker. There's only one right answer. Thank y'all for tuning in this week to Under Review. We are looking forward to next week when we can talk some NFL. Finally. Finally. And um, get ready. Sit back this Sunday and Thursday and Enjoy. Monday. Just what is watch it? some games. Five months of glory. We're back. This is Under Review. Signing out for this week. We'll see you next week.